Ricky, good to have you. How are you? Well, hey. uh, coming down off that big high from last night, but uh, but doing good. Thanks for having me on, Steve. Always a pleasure, Steffi. Um, you know, it's to, to see a game of Carolina and LSU of that magnitude, the crowd, the interest in it, that that's so good for not only women's basketball, but women's athletics in general, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, um, I watched the Iowa game, I think about a week before. That drew $4 million. Four million viewers, and, and that's that's you know the Caitlin Clark effect, and um, you know you think about Angel Reese and then South Carolina, the last two national champions, and I just the, the build up to it, the hype around it, and and um, just the continuation, Steve. I feel like from that Final Four of when we, I think we just kind of blew it out with the ten million viewers, and now everyone's like they tune in, they want to see the product, and it's it's delivering. And it used to be like, man, I hope this is a really good game versus like, I know this is going to be a good game, right? And I saw everybody tweeting about it. It was unbelievable, the environment. You, you knew, you know, when Moki walks out, <laughs> there's, just, <laughs> there's just nothing like it, you know? Like, I just, I can't even imagine what it would be like uh, to be in her shoes for that moment, right? When she walks in, everyone wants to know what she's wearing. And she's just glittered head to toe with the Coca-Cola suit. Who would have thought we're doing advertising now? Um, and uh, it, it was uh, unbelievable for the game. It was great. It was great. Uh, let, let's take a look at Florida. I mean, obviously, you, you wish the one-loss record would be better, but you had Florida here recently uh, in yeah. the O'Connell Center. What do you see with this team? I, to me, defense is a bit lacking, but what do you see when you see them play? Yeah, definitely. Uh, they're they're just not where they need to be defensively. They can score. Um, I I, I want to give Kelly credit because I think right now she's just getting the most out of everyone. And you know, with with Shea going down against Vanderbilt, that's your post player. That's your double double. That's your rim protector. So that defensively changes things, mm-hmm. right? So they can play faster, but you don't have that anchor. Um, down low. And I think that hurt them against Mississippi State, which was the game that I called because they got six uh, four. Post player Jessica Carter had a good game. And, you know, no Aliyah Mosaru last night. And so Kelly's juggling lineups right now. And to, to cut that game pretty close, um, and Correa just continues. To, you know, Steve, I talked to her on Monday and said, anything different you're doing? You know, since conference play just keeps scoring 30 points, you know, and she's, you know, she, obviously her, her confidence is in a good place. Her team needs her. So I, it's it's the injury bugs. I mean, losing Shea, Shea was playing so well for them. I, I thought they were a tournament team. I mean, I, I saw them early, and I was like, wow, you know, Matharu, Correa, Dippy coming along. You got Shea down low. I really like the freshman, Layla Reynolds. Um, and it's just been kind of – it's been tough trying to figure out different lineups with, with players being injured. And two more McDonald's All-Americans on the way, too. Hey, which is, uh... yes. Yeah. Um, if you take and you say that uh, Carolina and LSU are the top two teams in the league, you know, here sits Tennessee, kind of a quiet five and one. What's the next sort of tier after those two in your eyes? I, we talk about this in the studio every Thursday. Who, who wants to be the third best team, right? Because very clear last night, I think South Carolina has been the most consistent team, right? It's still unbeaten. LSU has had some inconsistencies, but the way that they fought last night, you're like, whoa, that's, these are final four teams, right? So I think uh, Tennessee 
is definitely in the mix for being, um, you know, the third best. Uh, that's who I've been watching. They've got Ole Miss on Sunday. I think Ole Miss, you know, what what's going to happen with them? They've been kind of stacking wins. Texas A&M, another team. I'm kind of curious about Mississippi State. I feel like it's maybe they're Tennessee and Ole Miss, Texas A&M. Mississippi State, because these are tournament teams. And then we got Vanderbilt, who's been a really good story. They just lost a few that just really stung. Um, so I, I think Tennessee right now third best. And then uh, it's a war zone outside of that. It is a it is a dogfight right now in the league. Steffi Sorensen joining us here from the SEC Network talking uh, women's basketball. Speaking of Ole Miss, that's who Florida played last night, and I was online today, and – I heard, talk. yeah, I, I heard the yeah. comments, and the first thing I thought was, man, that 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 takes courage. I mean, because for those who don't know, she literally, and, and again, her team's good, right? She literally called out and said, "Hey, Oxford, Oxford, this has got to get better." That was extraordinary to me. What do you think of that? Have you seen a, a a women's coach do that before? I, not like that. Right. That was my thought. I've seen tons of football coaches. Yep. You know, if there's not a good showing and they, you know, they, they call out the community. We need support on the foot. Not a women's basketball coach. Yeah. And um, I, 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 we're going to, we're going to air that on Sunday in studio because I loved it. Like, yes. If you don't, if you don't get behind your coach and a, and a job opens, I'm not saying she's going to leave, but she's begging you to come to games. Coach was a great coach. She took them to the Sweet 16 last year. And I, I, I too, I mean, I was watching the Florida Ole Miss game. I'm like, man, there's no one there. And on the next screen over in studio, you got, I don't know, however many, 10,000, 11,000 people at the PMAC. That's got to piss you off for your coach. <laughs> yeah. So she just on absolutely unloaded and um, props to her. Because, yeah, you're right. It took a lot of courage. And she's going to take a lot of heat for that. A lot of heat. But I think she's uh, prepared. And um, if anyone's going to be a truth teller, it's her. So I'm glad you brought it up because I, I, I too listened, and I listened to the whole, um, I listened to the whole press conference. I did too. And um, it was very insightful. She was very honest, um, and and talking about teams losing money, but then uh, you know, in the grand scheme of thing, all the average, you know, what monetary value do you place on that Sweet 16 run and her being every everywhere? Good morning, America. Just everybody was talking about Ole Miss. And that's, you know, um, just to not have that support, I'm sure, hurts hurts them. And especially as a player, I mean, shit. See, I remember running out, if we're playing Tennessee or we're playing a bigger game and just having 7,000 fans at the O-Dome, just the difference as, as a player, the feel of the game. Some some teams have that every night. And for Ole Miss for it to waver, you know, I, I get why she did it, like, it pissed me off, too. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to end with this. And I'm, when I ask this, okay. I, I'm going to think like Steffi played 100 years ago, which was not true. But from the time that you played at Florida, Steffi, and you see women's basketball, where it is now in, in, in the play, in the sport, what's changed, if anything, from the time you played to now? Oof, great question. What's changed? Are there are there are there more? I think there's more better players. If that makes sense. 
Yeah, I I, th- I think the rich still get richer. Yes. Um, for sure. That's I think that's the landscape of sports across the board. Um, that is a really good question. You know, I I cover the SEC so you know I'm so deep dived into it. And that's the league I played in, and it's just such a tough, physical grind league that's still the same but i would say like the players are better that yes like the talent the talent is better just like um you know just to give you an example i was doing a south carolina game i was talking to their strength coach and one of their four players she dunked in the game i did it's the player that i think she's six two six three she can she can jump to 11 feet and deadlift 450 pounds what? <laughs> yeah. I'm lucky to do my body weight, okay? <laughs> the quality of athletes now, the skill is so elite. I mean, just nationally, you're looking at some of the freshmen, Juju Watkins and Hannah Hidalgo at Notre Dame and Michaela Williams, uh, Malaysia Fawaili. I mean, some of these freshmen are coming in. They don't look and they don't play like freshmen. These kids are coming in ready, and I think they're already primed. Steve, this might be the difference. They're already primed for the big stage. Yeah. Where we're coming in, maybe as you know, coming into Florida, I, I didn't know what to expect. Where these players, they already have a microphone in front of them at like sixth, seventh grade, getting documentaries and done. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. they're just used to it. So with that, there's there's confidence, there's bravado, there's um, they have social media followings. I think there's there's a lot going on for them to juggle. But the skill, the elite athleticism, I mean. It, it is it's scary sometimes just like numbers I'm hearing I'm like Jesus like freakish athletes and it's it's made for a really good product always appreciate you being here you can watch Steffi on the SEC network as she covers SEC women's basketball thank you and we will talk again I appreciate it thanks for uh, kicking off the show with some women's suits you got it thanks Steph appreciate you Steffi Sorensen uh, does a really really good job uh, in uh, covering uh, SEC women's basketball. Twelve thirteen. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll open the phones up for you around our guest list today. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Ben and Solomon. Gators men's basketball team is back in action in the O Dome tomorrow as they take on the Georgia Bulldogs. Former Florida head coach Mike White returns to Gainesville for the second time since being hired as Georgia's head coach in 2022. Cover to the game begins right here at 11.30 Saturday morning. Gators gymnastics squad is back in action tonight as they tag on the Alabama Crimson Tide. The eighth-ranked Gators will look for their third win of the season, but they'll face a test with the number six Crimson Tide in a top-ten matchup. And in the NFL, the conference championships will take place Sunday. Detroit Lions will be on the road to face the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship. The Baltimore Ravens host the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship. Coverage of the conference title games will begin here at 3.15 on Sunday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ben Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Friends, for a long time, I have purchased my vehicles at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville. You've heard me talk about them for a long time on this program. I don't endorse anything I don't believe in. I don't endorse anything I don't use. And believe me. I have purchased many vehicles from Southeast Car Agency, and I can honestly tell you every one of them has been really good for me. It starts 
with the Cousins family, who's owned that business for 40-plus years. It then goes to their sales staff. They don't ever try to hard sell you. They work with you to make sure you get the vehicle you want at the price you're looking to pay. And their selection is great. They don't have any new vehicles, but they have the best in late model, low mileage, mileage vehicles for you to choose from. Great selection, great variety, so you can, again, make the choice that's right for you. You can also walk down the lot, eyeball the vehicles for yourself. They just make it easy for you to purchase your next vehicle. Online, secars.com as well. You can check everything out that way. But when you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you, we promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-917-8611. That's 800-917-8611. Secret offers. Guaranteed returns. Over-the-top promises that you too can make fast money. These are all red flags that you should be wary of when looking at investment opportunities. Visit Florida's Office of Financial Regulation website 24-7 to learn what questions to ask before you invest. Remember, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Visit slofr.gov to learn more. This message is sponsored by the Florida Office of Financial Regulation, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. It's your Daughtry Tree Service Tree Care Tip. Late winter is a great time to prune your trees and raise the tree's lower canopy for better sunlight to your lawn. Daughtry Tree has been helping their Gainesville and Alachua County neighbors for over 30 years. They provide dependable, quality service at fair prices for any size job. Free trimming and removal, stump grinding, debris or storm cleanup. Visit DaughtryTreeService.com today for your free estimate. Trust Daughtry Tree Service, your tree service people. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, until we are joined at the bottom of the hour by Chuck Dowdle, who is the radio color analyst of the Georgia Basketball Network. We'll open the phone lines for you, 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, the coach, Herm Edwards, joins us in the 1 o'clock hour. So does Gator baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan as they open practices today for the upcoming season. Jonesy says, it baffles me to hear the talking heads say Lamar Jackson's absolutely a greater talent than Josh Allen. I know he's one of them VP, and Josh Allen hasn't. That's a trophy chosen by a group or an individual which could be biased. 
Neither have won a championship or a Super Bowl. On what basis can you say Lamar Jackson's a better player than Josh Allen? Uh, great question. I mean, look, sometimes beauty's in the eye of the beholder, right? I think Lamar Jackson is going to be the MVP of the league this year. But does that mean he's a better quarterback than Josh Allen? I, I don't know. Is he better than Patrick Mahomes? Many people think, and it's hard for me to fathom this, that because of where he is in his career, there are some that think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback ever to play the game. And I don't know that I buy that, but again, by some measure, by some metric, uh, but a lot of it's the, the eyeball test. And look, part of that is winning. Josh Allen, they're out in the divisional round again, and here's Baltimore playing for an AFC championship. So, again, a lot of ways to judge people and athletes. James says, what's the main reason college baseball doesn't use wood bats? And don't tell me it's cost. It's cost. Uh, are there players that have a tough time transitioning to wood bats when they enter the pros? Um, yeah, initially, maybe. But I guess I would ask this. I can't think of one college player that quit the pros so they couldn't transition. I mean, initially, maybe, but I don't think, James, it's anything that's going to you know, hurt anything. Florida, Georgia is a sellout. It's good to hear. And uh, I'm hoping I'll get your thoughts on that. Anybody going to pick? I think it's going to be a Baltimore-Frisco Super Bowl. But if I had to pick a team that's the underdog to win, I'd pick Detroit. Brock Purdy has been shaky lately. And Detroit's on a run. So we'll see. BB says, been thinking about something for quite some time. The world has gotten meaner, more prone to severe, unreasonable expression of opinion, divisiveness, and even violence. Don't have to be lemmings and follow the destructive lead of others. Each and everybody has a positive, can make a positive difference. We have a choice every day. Sure you do. We all do. We all have choices every single day. We are here. No doubt. Um, also today, Santa Fe College, you heard Johnny Wiggs yesterday, they begin their regular season today. They play at 2 o'clock this afternoon over at the Saints Field if you want to go check them out. And uh, you can do that. Uh, let's see here. Frank says, you haven't talked, we haven't, you haven't talked much Gator football Uh do you see the Gators improving in the portal? Yeah. That's very quietly, Florida has acquired some talent, especially lately there's the kid that came from Washington, right? Kid came from Alabama. Slowly, Florida is getting better at that. And I think the assistant coach hire in the defensive backfield has made has, has paid dividends already. I think Florida's going to be a lot better in the secondary than they were a year ago. Tony joins us. Hi, Tony. 
Hey, Steve, what's up, man? Hey. Um, have you seen those reports of Keyshawn Booty being arrested? Yeah, for the uh, gambling. Yeah, for the gambling. Yes. Um, does that go back to when he was in college, or yes. is that not part of the event? It, it yes, does. It does. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, Steve, you had a caller call in a few months ago, and he brought up this concern with NIL now. You know, if you look at Florida Victorious, the, uh, the uh, post that they put out, I mean, literally everybody on that team is making money. Everybody, from the starters to, like, the four stringers, okay? So some of these guys are making just enough money to get themselves in trouble, man, if you know what I'm talking about, Steve. Yeah, right. So I think, I think college football is fitting itself for a huge gambling scandal coming up here sometime soon. Um, don't you think? Others have pointed that out. They have shared the same opinion, Tony. I differ with that, okay? Here's where I'm going. If you and I, at 20 years old, made a lot of money, we have a decision to make, don't we? How do we spend it? What do we do? Is it, is it, the, is it the NCAA's fault? Is it college athletics' fault? Or is it the play? Or is it the person who's making a bad decision in betting? Now, am I naive enough to think that somebody, you know, could get to them, and you know, hey, throw a game, you know, shave points? It's happened. It's happened. So let's not stick our head in the sands and say it. It can't. But I'm not sure how widespread this could be. Is the potential there? Perhaps. Yeah, um, I'm not even concerned about the guys making the big money, right? I'm talking about the people making just enough money to get yourself in a little trouble. Those are the ones that I'll be scared of if I'm running a college football program right now, Steve. But we'll see. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate your call. Uh, Byron, hello. Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, Steve, uh, a few weeks ago, I was talking to you behind Porter Gyms. Uh, man, I tell you a big story. Uh, I heard a caller called about the coaching staff in Jacksonville. I don't think it's uh, Peterson with the problem. I think it's Trent Bulky, man. They're giving heck over there. He had an interview, and I don't know if you got any of it, but he basically said that the team needs to get stronger and, and bigger. And uh, everybody's questioning, you the one been drafted, so he's not doing that. And uh, second, Steve, the Georgia game, man, I'll tell you. We just talked about the Mississippi game, but this is going to be a big one, and I think the next big one is going to be Texas A&M in between the Kentucky and them, so real big games coming up, Steve. And Steve, we were talking about coaches. Who would you think now has the best coaching staff in the whole country, ACC or everybody, SEC? With Calipari being the dean, who would you compare with now? You know, it's funny to think the SEC might have the toughest conference and the toughest coaching staff, but could you compare that to any other conference? I think we have the best coaching staff in the country in the SEC. Thanks, Steve. Go okay. later. Thank you. Um, I don't know what you mean by coaching staff. That's a lot of people. I, I don't know what all the coaching staffs are in any league. If you're talking about head coaches, maybe, okay, the SEC, in my opinion, is not the best basketball conference. It's not. The Big Ten is. But is it is it better? Yes. No question. It's better. 
all right, we got one more email, then we're going to get to Chuck Dowdle. Uh, Philip says, congratulations to LeBron, 20 All-Star Game appearances. Uh, I can't understand why people hate on him. LeBron has never been in trouble that I'm aware of, right? He can whine. Uh, he can, okay? But I hope when his career is over, he's got to be one of the top five of all time. It just does. And good for him that, you know, he's the NBA's first 20-time All-Star. And think about that. Longevity, and you have to be good, right? That's that. That's not easy. 20 years. Um, and he beat another guy who had a long career and who played on the same team, Kareem. Beat his record. 1227, Tide Check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Anchored in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What I'd like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry is when you walk into the door, you're going to be treated like family. And when you walk out of the door, you will feel as if you've had an experience like no other in terms of dental practices. Um, you You will be treated both professionally and personally. So to the extent that um, you, won't, you won't look for another practice. Uh, this is a lifetime type of practice where the moment you enter into it, I, I firmly believe that people don't leave here. They, they become patients forever. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com some of those old injuries they begin to creep up and things begin to start hurting again i finally got to the point where i'm like i can't just wake up and know my knee's going to be bothering me and push through this on a daily basis old football injuries can't keep former college and pro football player bobby carpenter down so he decided to check out the all-natural regenerative pain treatments at qc kinetics it was fortunate enough to obviously sit down with qc and kind of understand your body still has the ability to heal in it we just need to give it a little bit of a boost exactly qc kinetics concentrates your body's own healing agents in your painful hips, shoulders, knees, or back. Everyone can say, well, you need to replace this or replace that, but it's no surprise to see people being willing to try this first, especially when it has such great results. QC Kinetics treatments take place the same day right in the office. No downtime. Call today for your complimentary consultation and see if you're a good candidate. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. New Year's resolutions can be tough, but if you've resolved to clean up around your home, office, or property, you're in luck. Gator Hauling and Junk Removal is here to help. They can remove furniture, junk, appliances, almost anything you can think of quickly and affordably. Gator Hauling and Junk Removal is veteran-owned and proud to support our community. Call 665-JUNK. That's 665-JUNK for a free estimate. Get your New Year's resolution accomplished and call 665-JUNK today. 
Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Partly cloudy skies and warm temperatures for this last day of the work week. Highs today getting just to about the 80 degree mark. We do have a chance for a passing shower or thunderstorm later on this afternoon till just about the start of the evening. Then overnight, partly cloudy lows tomorrow morning in the lower 60s. Mostly sunny skies for our Saturday afternoon. Highs in the low 80s. On Sunday, a cold front comes on through our area. That means an increasing chance for showers and storms. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. This Sunday, Westwood One brings you Championship Sunday. First, it's the AFC title game. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs face Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Then, the Detroit Lions aim for their first ever Super Bowl appearance when they take on the San Francisco 49ers. Doubleheader coverage begins at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. If it's the NFL playoffs, it's right here. Coverage starts Sunday following Gator Women's Basketball right here on WRUF. Coming in February, Florida Gator Baseball, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. It's sold out tomorrow in the O'Connell Center when... Former Gator coach Mike White brings his Georgia Bulldogs to town. Georgia actually has a better SEC record than the Gators do. With us to talk about the Dogs is a longtime guest to the show. He is the radio analyst on the Bulldogs broadcast. Chuck Dowdle now joins us. Hey, Chuck, welcome. How are you? I'm fine, Steve. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for doing this as always, sir. Uh, okay, a Gator fan walks into the O'Connell Center. Uh, obviously, the record is better, you know, better SEC record. Why is Georgia better this year? Well, you know, it starts with horses. Uh, you know, we, we got uh, a better roster this year. Uh, Coach White has assembled a, a really talented roster with a great mix of, uh, of experienced players. I think we've got uh, we five that he got through the transfer portal. Uh, including a uh, a couple of graduate transfers that have been big contributors. I mean, when you get guys that have already played four years, uh, or in some cases five years, with the COVID year, uh, you know, in in um, in college basketball, it helps to have that kind of experience. Uh, then he brought in four true freshmen, uh, of whom a couple have been real finds and and been big help uh silas demery is starting guard who is a terrific uh, young player but a true freshman uh and then we had four returners uh that uh, had an ex- had a year under coach white last year and when you blend all that together and they've bought into what coach white likes to teach which is defense and they're playing really good defense uh and as a result of that they've discovered they can kind of uh, hang their hat on defense and win with that and it's paying off for them. Uh, I guess every game is different, Chuck. But from a rotation standpoint, what does Mike usually do? 
we play about 10 guys. Uh, and, and the reason that we're able to do that is because we have depth on the bench, uh, a lot of depth. And so there's not much drop-off when, uh, when Mike uh, substitutes. And as a result, you know, that gives guys a chance to rest, to play more aggressive defensively and not burn themselves out. They can get a rest uh, more frequently, and, and, and it, he's willing to do that for them because, you know, there's not a drop-off when they go to the bench. Our bench has been outscoring opponents' benches uh, virtually every game. I think uh, of the games we've played, maybe one game where an opponent's bench has outscored ours. But uh, other than that, our bench outscores everybody. Uh, I know, you know, last year I'm sure it was difficult in some ways for Coach White, you know, to come back here and, and play Florida. But it's the second time around now. But, you know, do the players understand, you know, his history here and he coached here? Does that factor into this at all? You know what, that's a great question. And uh, I really can't answer it because I don't know. You know, we've got guys from all over the place. They certainly understand that he's going back to a place where he coached and had a lot of success uh, in the years he was there. And, you know, there are many Georgia fans that are still scratching their their heads going, you know, how are we able to get this guy away from Florida when, you know, he was there for, I think it was seven years and, uh, and had you in six tournaments, four NCAAs and two NITs, would have had you in a seventh. But that was a COVID year, and, and there was there were no tournaments uh, that year. And, uh, you know, I, I tell people all the time, if he duplicates that success at Georgia, they'll build a statue for him uh, <laughs> because we just, we just don't get to the tournament uh, that all We haven't been since 2015. Uh, but, but this is a team that, uh, uh, that may well have a chance to get there. We'll wait and see. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think that they – they understand the importance of, of the game to Coach White. I'm not sure that he wants them to go at it any differently than they have um, their other games. And let me just tell you another thing that this team's been able to do that our prior teams have not is they've been able to win on the road. Uh, so far this year, we've won on the road at Tallahassee against FSU. We won on the road uh, against Missouri and Columbia, Missouri, and we won on the road. Uh, at South Carolina against South Carolina, um, so we've we've been able to to do things on the road that we were unable to do uh, in past years. Chuck Dowdle, our guest here, uh, the radio analyst for Georgia basketball. They come in to play the Gators tomorrow here at noon. Um, has there been a, a player, Chuck, that from the beginning of the year to now, has there been a surprise player or a player that's maybe done more than you thought he might at the start of the year? Yeah, I, th- I think there. There, I would point to two. Uh, one is uh, Jabri Abdur Rahim, and many people will remember his father, Sharif Abdur Rahim, was a big NBA star for a number of years, and now is president of the G League. Um, and Jabri uh, has been a terrific. Uh, leader on the team. This is his final year, his senior year. But beyond that, uh, beyond his leadership, uh, he's been able to knock down threes at a very high rate for Georgia, and that's that's been a big help uh, to the Bulldogs having that outside shooting ability. And the other thing is, he I think he leads the conference. I know a week ago he was leading the conference in free throw shooting. So you know he's a talented player. And not only that, but his leadership skills 
it, this is his team in that locker room, and they all listen to him. And when he tells them something, they pay close attention. Um, and and so he he's been a, a a big surprise at the big step forward he's taken from a leadership role and, and then his ability to hit threes. I think for Florida, Chuck, in, in closing, you always want to protect your home court. So, you know, not Absolutely. winning at home is uh, hurts more than not winning if you're on the road. But where Georgia is, which is a pretty good place in the SEC, how important is this one to get if they can get it on the road? Well, I say all the time, and I think it's true in this conference, and uh, goodness knows you Gator basketball fans will understand this, the SEC – I mean, it is tough every single game. I don't care who you line up against, you can expect a battle. And I always say the key to winning, the key to having a successful SEC season is protect your home court, win on your home court, and then find a way to steal a couple on the road. If you can steal a few on the road and and protect your home court, and we've been we've lost one, uh, game on our home floor this year, and that was to Tennessee. <clears throat> we had them. We were we were up on them eleven points with six minutes to play, and let it get away. But we learned a lot from that. We learned an awful lot from that. Uh, but other than that, we've won every single home game this year. And so, if you can protect your home floor and find a way to steal a few on the road, uh, you've got the key to a successful season in the SEC. And the other thing, again. You know, that we do differently now under Mike White that we didn't do uh, under uh, prior uh, coaches is we play defense. And I mean, and I'm a, I'm a big believer in defense. I, I say all the time, look, if I don't score, I may not win. But if you don't score, I'm not going to lose. <laughs> and and, and, uh, and, and that's, that's the way this team is playing right now. Okay, we're going to see what happens tomorrow. O'Connell Center is sold out. As Georgia comes to wow. town, well, yeah. that's that's great. That's great to hear because we love those great atmospheres. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's it makes it harder on the visiting team, and it'll no doubt make it harder for Georgia. But it's just it's just great to see, uh, you know, stop after stop on the SEC trail. The great atmosphere for college basketball. Yeah, it's great for the sport, no doubt. Chuck, appreciate you, man. Thank you. Okay, Steve. All right, Chuck Dowdle, the uh, radio analyst for Georgia men's basketball uh all right we will open phone lines for you uh 392-8255 and you can email the show uh s russell at wruf.com by the way uh if you're going to go out uh to gator baseball this weekend uh for practice today is the first official day of practice uh 2 30 they start stretching and then 4 30 is an open scrimmage. Saturday, uh, they'll begin their stretch at 10 in the morning, and then they'll scrimmage at noon, and the same thing for Sunday. I think they're off on Monday. So that's the weekend uh, schedule for you uh, if you want to go out and check out uh, Gator Baseball. And Kevin O'Sullivan will be our guest here uh, in about, uh, what, half an hour or so? Uh, so there you are. All right. 392-8255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Patrick says the Joker got upset. Yeah, he did. Uh, old school NBA question, he says. Would you rather have Bernard King or the Iceman? Ooh. That's a great question. Hmm. Boy, either one, you can't go wrong. 
probably Bernard King. Just, I don't know. Maybe because he played for the Knicks. I don't know. Uh, but I would say him. But you, like I said, it's pretty hard to you know, go wrong with either of those guys. Come on. No, no predictions for the game tomorrow? No predictions for the championship games in the NFL? Come on. This is, the whole idea is talk sports here, peeps. That's what I'm here for. You don't just want to hear me talk, right? So uh, get on the wagon here. Boy, there's a lot of Gator sports this weekend. Um, swimming and diving against Florida State. Uh, tennis. Track. Huge gymnastics meet tonight uh, with Alabama. Uh, lots of stuff going on. Uh, Philip says... Um, I am a, uh, I'm having trouble reading this now. I got to get back to it. Sorry. Um, this is interesting too, with the Jags. Why as a GM would you say, um, or, or address Trevor Lawrence coming back, uh, to the team? Now, maybe he's talking long-term, um, but remember, he had fewer passing yards and touchdowns and had more interceptions than he did last year. Now, Lawrence was not healthy. I can tell you from somebody within the organization that he played hurt, and, that, and they say it did affect uh, what he did. Uh, Josh Allen. All those sacks for the Jags. You know, will he come back? All right, here's the email. Bill Belichick says, do you think he'll end up coaching in the NFL this year? No, I don't. If you if you were Seattle, right, wouldn't you have hired him already? Wouldn't you have gone after him like the Falcons did but ended up not hiring him? It just looks like he wants too much control. And I think teams are not willing to give him that, especially after what happened to the Patriots post-Brady. I, I just don't think teams are willing to do that. 1245, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Bennett Solomon. Gators men's basketball team is back in action in the O-Dome tomorrow as they take on the Georgia Bulldogs. Former Florida head coach Mike White returns to Gainesville for the second time since being hired as Georgia's head coach in 2022. Coverage of the game begins right here at 1130 tomorrow morning. Gators gymnastics squad is back in action tonight as they take on the Alabama Crimson Tide. The 8th ranked Gators will look for their third win of the season where they'll face a test with the number 6 Crimson Tide in a top 10 matchup. More Gator Sports News, both track and field and swimming and diving teams are in action today. The swim team is in Ocala to face FSU, while the diving team is currently competing against FSU at home. Both track teams are in Fayetteville, Arkansas for the Fayetteville Invitational. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. FICARE, Federal Credit Union, a place I've done my banking for 30-plus years. If you are a Florida health care worker... This is the place for you to bank. Lots of great things you can do while banking at FICARE Federal Credit Union. How about FICARE's mobile app? 
You can easily and securely deposit checks into your checking or savings account through the mobile app. A holiday club account, right? Alleviate the stress, the financial issue of having money near the holidays. You can open a holiday club account now. Your savings locked in during the holiday club year, and they automatically transfer to your primary savings on November 1st just in time for the holidays. That and many other services like their Platinum Visa features no annual fee and low fixed rate and Visa's zero liability protection. Much, much more I can tell you about. Check it out for yourself. FICARE Federal Credit Union online, FICAREFCU.org, FICAREFCU.org. Take your Valentine's experience to a whole new level this year with jewelry, flowers, candy, dinner, and a flyaway romantic getaway. All courtesy of International Diamond Center. Nothing says I love you like romantic jewelry from IDC. From a simple pendant to an exquisite designer ring, we've got a fantastic selection of affordable, timeless gifts. And this year, with any jewelry purchase at IDC of $129 or more, we're giving you some long stem roses, some delicious chocolates, and a gift card for dinner from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's one-stop shopping for all things romantic. And if you really want to take it up a notch, we're also giving away island getaways. Just spend $5,000 on jewelry and you'll get a $500 airfare credit for a Caribbean vacation. Spend $10,000 on our jewelry and get three nights, including airfare, at a tropical resort. On us, make this Valentine's one to remember. Let IDC help you with her jewelry, flowers, chocolates, dinner, and a romantic vacation. We've got it all. Happy Valentine's from International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Restrictions apply. See store for details. On the road, there's a thin line between safety and tragedy. Don't cross it. When you see flashing lights on any emergency, service, utility, or disabled vehicle, move over a lane or slow down to 20 miles an hour below the posted speed limit. Give law enforcement, first responders, and service professionals the space needed to do their jobs. Help protect those who protect us. Move over or slow down for emergency lights. Move over, Florida. It's the law. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. The incredible Black Eyed Pea Vegan Veggie Burger with Vegan Romalods now on the menu at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It satisfies any carnivore appetite. Walk up, drive through, or order ahead at DickMondell's.com. They're open seven days a week. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Get started, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PATRICK. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PATRICK. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources from athlete activism to athletic achievements we have you covered your home for every important sports story espn 98.1 fm 850 am wruf the home of the florida gators this is scott strickland and you are listening to sports scene with steve russell right here on espn 98.1 fm 850 am wruf 
and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Welcome back. Kevin O'Sullivan, Gator baseball coach, joins us in about 25 minutes. The coach, Herm Edwards, joins us in about uh, 15 minutes. In the meantime, we'll be joined by Adam now. Adam, hello. Hey, Steve. Happy Friday to you, my man. Uh, appreciate the show, guys, uh, your producing crew and everybody. Looking forward to that. Uh, these uh, these interviews coming up, man. You're, you're knocking it out of the park with these. I like doing them. Yeah, man, that's awesome. So, uh, Wifey and I were going to the gymnastics meet tonight. We're excited about that. Um, I heard it sold out. Um, pretty blessed to be able to go uh, from Ocala here. Um, so, I got I, I got a question for you at the end here, uh, Steve, but I, I want to uh, give you my picks here, man. I'm, I hope, man, I'm pulling for Detroit. I've always been a kind of underdog kind of guy. And I hate San Francisco, so uh, I, I'm pulling for Detroit, and I like Kansas City. Let's say you. Uh, I like Baltimore. Uh, I like San Francisco. I'm I'm more shaky on San Francisco because I'm not sure about Brock Purdy. Um, but you know, it, it's hard to win uh, on the road this late in the playoffs. Uh, and I think Lamar Jackson is going to be the league MVP. It's supposedly the weather's going to be bad. Now, Kansas City's used to that. Uh, I just think home field's going to, going to make a difference. Okay. I respect that. We'll see, man. It should be exciting football for sure. Um, should be exciting tonight. Looking forward to the Georgia game tomorrow. What, what do you think the Gators got a chance, man? If, of course. Uh, if they play like a suffering defense like they did against this uh, Texas A&M, or what was it, Mississippi State, rather. Um, they need to crash the glass more. I think of this, I think it sets up well. For us here at home so here's my question to you it's a little off topic man it's something that's kind of piqued my interest obviously with uh the goat retiring um depending on whether you believe steve spurrier above uh nick saban but um his timing did it surprise you as a professional sure. analyst with sports did sure. it surprise you that it was so spontaneous and that i expected i mean i literally to give you my my kind of feeling on this i was having a discussion when this happened with my wife and i'm like look don't worry about it. Nick Saban's been there forever. They have it set up. Believe me, they're going to get their first guy. And they didn't. They didn't get Dan Lanning. And he kind of left his – not kind of, definitely left his players out to hang um, with the transfer portal and the way that went down. I would. I was just really surprised. I don't know. And I'd like to get your opinion on that. What do you sure. think? Um, surprised, Yes. I, I, I don't know that anybody can say they knew Saban was going to do this. You take a person at their word. He literally, before he made the announcement, was interviewing candidates for the wide receiver coach on his staff. So he had not made a decision until right after that. Like It just must have hit him. Like, okay. I, I think it hit him that I can't put in the hours, I can't put in the work that's necessary for me to do the job I've always done. And I think it just hit him. And was it awkward? Yep. Uh, but there's never really a good way to do it because if you announce ahead of time, right, well, then maybe players leave you in droves then. So there's not, there's not really a good time. Yeah, I heard that. Well, hats off to him. And I wanted to shout out uh, Randall, pa- Randall Powell, 
uh, Ronald Powell's uh, family. God bless them. I hope they're doing well. Go Gators. Thank you, Steve. All right, Adam, thank you. Uh, James says, picking the Chiefs outright, Detroit with points. My 13-year-old boys, however, are pulling for Baltimore. They don't have to see Taylor Swift during the Super Bowl. Uh, Bernard, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, the girls tried last night, but without that one true uh, size, and they're going to have trouble. Steve, I was watching, fell asleep, woke up. The uh, Australian Open was on. They talking about this is the semifinal. All I heard was Ben Shelton winning. How far did he go in the Australia Open? He got, I, I think he lost near the quarterfinals. Okay. Uh, so did he lose to a higher seed, or do you know? I don't remember. Because as far as I know, Steve, I thought he was still playing. And I no, guess no. The, the women of final Saturday and the guy Sunday. Okay, Steve, that's what I want. I, I, wanna, I wanted to know what happened to him. I obviously, he had been eliminated. You have a great weekend, okay? okay you too. Take Thank care. you, sir. Mark says, I assume you have reliable sources close to the football program or within it. When said sources share info with you, do you ever ask them in return if you can share such information with us uh, on the air? Uh, yes, I do. And sometimes the answer is yes. And sometimes the answer is no. Uh, he says, I enjoy listening to your show, engaging you in the audience in sports debate. I can't remember a time when you have shared information regarding Gator sports that was not officially released by someone within the athletic department. Why is that? Well, you haven't listened, Mark, because just the other day, I just said that a, a football, actually more than one football source, told me that the negative vibe from the fan base was affecting re football recruiting. And obviously that was not released by the UF Athletic Department. That's just one example that I just gave just not too long ago. So there's an answer to your question. Uh, and I would also say this. I'm old school. If, if back in the day when I was a pup coming up in this business, if you pulled some of the stuff you pulled now, you'd be fired. Absolutely on the spot, fired. Because now you can put anything out there. You can put anything out there. You, you can put anything you want on social media. Uh, I hear that uh, Graham Mertz is going to transfer. Okay? No attribution, no nothing. So... I don't go off like that. And I guess the other thing is, what's newsworthy? I don't do recruiting like I used to and admit that. That's why I have people like Blake Alderman come on here because that's what they do for a living. But if I feel it's a piece of information that is solid and should be shared, I do it just like I did with the thing about affecting recruiting. So, I hope that answers your question. Good question it was. Uh, don't forget, top of the hour, it'll be the coach, Herm Edwards, then Kevin O'Sullivan will join us, talk Gator baseball. They start practices today. And then, uh, the last half hour, uh, it'll be us uh, for the rest of the time. So, please, go ahead and call us and uh, talk a little sports as we end 
uh, the week here. Quickly, James says he'll go with KC and the Lions for the Super Bowl, the underdogs. Hard to go against Mahomes till he proves me wrong. You know, my question is going to be with Kansas City. Their offense has struggled most of the year and did pretty well at Buffalo. Maybe their best offensive game of the year. Does that translate to Baltimore? If it does, they've got a chance. But I think they're going to need that offensive performance to beat Baltimore. Hour two coming up. Thanks for joining us for Hour One. You're listening to Sports Scene, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Dave Ray's Automotive, we get the bugs out of your car. Where are you heading this year? No matter where your travels may take you, you want to get there safely and securely. And that means knowing your vehicle's up for the challenge. Hi, Steve Russell here. Don't roll the dice with the chain stores. Take your vehicle to the same place I do. Dave Mays Automotive. People in the area have been trusting Dave Mays Automotive since they opened their doors way back in 1975. Imports, domestics, diesel, fleet service, they can handle anything from engines, AC and heating, transmissions, tires, brake service, and more. And don't forget about their famous bug check. They go over your entire car, making sure there's no nasty surprises waiting for you. Dave Mays Automotive is at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. You can make the decision right now to get lasting relief from that awful joint pain for 2024. Hey, it's Storm Roberts. Don't go another year compromising because of that pain in your knees or shoulder. Call QC Kinetics now. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. Your body has what it needs to restore and repair that damaged joint tissue, and QC Kinetics can make it happen. No drugs, no surgery, no downtime. The future of pain treatments has arrived, and QC has tens of thousands of satisfied patients all over America. People with back pain, hip pain, any pain associated with arthritis or an injury, it's not a Band-Aid. It's a revolutionary treatment that can get you moving again. Get your life back and listen, it's non-surgical. If this is the year you decide to fight back against that pain, take the first step now and call QC Kinetics. Get a free consultation on the calendar today. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-445-50. QC Kinetics, 352-445-50. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Ferrari edition. Thomas, our producer today, if you missed the first hour, you missed a good one. A couple of good guests. Chuck Dowdle, the radio analyst for Georgia men's basketball, joining us here, as did uh 
former Gator, Steffi Sorensen, now with the SEC Network talking uh, SEC women's basketball. Big game last night with uh, South Carolina LSU. Man, there is no love lost between those two. And uh, Carolina got the win uh, in that game. So top of the hour here, the coach, Herm Edwards from ESPN, is going to join us here. And uh, he will talk to you about the playoffs and some of the coaching vacancies and that sort of thing. Uh, And he will join us now. Herm, welcome, as always. Thank you for doing this. Um, Thank you, my friend. Let's talk about uh, some of the hirings here uh, of the new coaches. A lot of offensive guys are being hired. Uh, I wonder why. Yeah. I wonder why. This, isn't, this is a pretty good trend here, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, it, you know, it's all about the quarterback. And when owners are looking at prospective candidates, um, you know, the first thing they turn their eye to is, the, is their offense, right? And what kind of offense has it been successful, has it not been successful? And then it could be also – you know, is it a guy that I'm hiring has been good with quarterback? I mean, that's obviously Harbaugh's, uh, you know, main, uh, you know, main thing that he does well wherever he's been. It seems like quarterbacks have always ascended in his programs. And you go always back to Colin Kaepernick. I mean, I can remember when they were running the RPO with Colin Kaepernick and everybody in the league says, you're going to get the quarterback hurt. You can't do that. And they ran their, they ran their way right into the playoffs. With yeah. it. So, He's been successful wherever he's been with that guy. Um, other guys are coming from systems that owners like. And, you know, they, they look at it and say, well, hey, maybe, maybe this guy can run our system. So it's always been an offensive league. I mean, back in my era uh, with Tony, uh, a lot of guys that come off this tree were all defensive guys. Mm-hmm. It was Lovey Smith. It was Rod Marinelli. It was Mike Tomlin. It was myself. Because then it, it was about defense because it was more of a running game, right? How do you stop the runner? You know, how, how do you do that and play good defense? So it's changed now. And so it's not surprising. Let's go to the uh, championship games here. Um, I, is, is Lamar Jackson undervalued? It's in the eye of the beholder with Lamar. I think he's improved vastly in his ability now to throw the ball from the pocket. And that was, I think, the thing that he wanted to work on, too, because that was the knock on him, and and he knew it. And he's gotten a lot better playing from the pocket, and obviously we know how dangerous he is outside the pocket. But, you know, it's like anything. I've been on a couple shows already this week, and I said, look, his his, his big deal is going to be this. Can you beat the guy you're playing against? Because – this weekend, because that guy, you're, you're one and three, he's chasing Captain America. And he just slayed Josh Allen, mm-hmm. and now you got him on your list at home as well. And the big deal on Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, well, they, they, you know, they never played a, a playoff game away from home. Well, they showed everybody it doesn't matter. I still got 15 on my team. And so that's the big challenge for Lamar, is can you beat Patrick Mahomes in a playoff game that will actually send you to the Super Bowl at home? Uh, let's flip it to San Francisco. Some are skeptical because of Brock Purdy's recent play. Are you in that? I still think the Niners are good. Certainly Debo Samuel's health is a question, but how do you see this one? Well, 
obviously it's not raining. <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing to me. Brock Purdy played in Iowa. <laughs> and all of a sudden, when they played against Cleveland, he had problems with that. And all of a sudden, last week it snowed. I mean, it rained in San Francisco. It's not raining. I can promise you. I live on the West Coast. It's not raining uh, tomorrow. <laughs> or Sunday, excuse me. But, no, I just think they went through one of those games where, you know, they Green Bay came out and, and threw the ball on them and moved the ball. But what was, what was kind of – that I, I kind of got caught by surprise is Green Bay's ability to run the football. They ran it on them. And if you're Detroit and you saw that, you're like, oh. Yeah. You know, you, you, you're going to turn Montgomery and Gibbs along. This is going to be a good game because Detroit is a tough team. You're not going to bully Detroit. You know, and, and, and look. They've already won two playoff games at home. Now they're going on the road. Everybody said, you know, can they win a playoff game? Well, they've won two already. And now their next challenge is can they beat the favorite 49ers, which is a very good football team. So I think turnovers play a factor in this. And if the 49ers can stop the run, you get, you get golf out of his comfort zone. He doesn't want to drop back and throw the ball. They're not built that way. He's having a heck of a year, by the way. But um, I still like the 49ers in this one because they're at home. Herm Edwards joining us here from ESPN talking NFL. Coach, let's uh, do a little uh, what if here. Let's assume for the moment that Bill Belichick does not get a coaching job this year, right? And if the the thought process is he wants too much control, you know, all of that, what makes you think he would get a job opening if one came open next year? Well, I might, you know, depending on what job came open, that has a lot to do with if the owners don't want to give him complete control. Or does Bill say if he doesn't get a job this year, which would be sad, um, he'd have to sit out a year and then obviously try to get back in the loop next year. Uh, he only needs 15 wins uh, to, to achieve the record. Um, you know, I mean, that's what it's going to be. I mean, if he wants full control, a lot of these owners are not, they're not built to do it that way. They don't want to do it that way. New England was in a unique situation. They needed Bill Belichick. And for, you know, for as long as he was there, he built that organization. But now going forward, you got a lot of GMs that, quite frankly, they're sitting there and they go, you know what? I bring Bill Belichick in here. All of a sudden, my job's in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're going, hey, man, I don't know if I want that. Right? So that has something to do with it as well. Uh, let me also ask about Seattle. Is that a good fit if that if that were to happen? Uh, yeah, I think, I, wherever Bill goes, it's going to be a good fit in this sense. He's he's going to he's going to use the players and put them in position to be successful. He's he, they don't have to be the most talented team uh, to win with him. Now, if you want to win big with him, then like he like all the rest of us that have ever coached, you need the guy that's with the ball in his hand, okay? I mean, because that sets you apart. Yep. And Bill knows that. I mean, look, he, he knows that. I mean, he struck gold when they got Tom Brady. And, and, and for them to say, well, we knew what we were getting, they didn't know that. No. No one knew that. You know, it's just like Brock Purdy, right? He, he, Mr. Irrelevant, right? No, nobody knew that. He was going to play as good as he played. So, and, and, they, and they made hay with it. And, and they had a run, boy. They had a heck of a run. <laughs> Uh, let me. I've asked you this kind of question before, Herman, closing, but I want to focus on the Bears and the decision mm. they, I guess, have to make with Fields, okay? Yeah. Yeah. You just hired a new coordinator, okay? Now, as yeah. the head coach, you could talk to the front office and, you know, do we keep him? Do we trade our pick and get, you know, what? Right. So two-part question here. 
what does the how much uh, emphasis does the coach have in this decision, and when do they have to make a realistic decision to go forward? Well, look, they've already made the decision on what they're going to do. Oh, okay. that was discussed in the meetings when they hired the head coach. I got gotcha. you. Okay, before they hired him, that, that that conversation that was the first conversation. You went in there in the first when they interviewed the coaches. They said, "Okay, let me ask you something. What are we going to do with the quarterback? Do you like our quarterback? Do you not like our quarterback?" And then give them scenarios on both sides of it. If we obviously get rid of him, who do, you know, who do you want? And then if we keep him, what are you going to do with him? So that conversation has been had with the head coach, ownership, and the GM. And that's where, you know, when they make the decision, and they make the decision, it's already been made off the conversation they had prior to them hiring this coach. Interesting. I always appreciate you. We'll see what happens and see who the Super Bowl teams will be by the end of uh, Sunday night. Appreciate you, Coach. Thank you. All right, my friend. Thank you. You got it. Herm Edwards, uh, always enjoy talking to him. And he was the, once the coach of my J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. So, I mean, he can't be all bad, right? Um, let me tell you real quickly, a Jets fan friend of mine emailed me today and said to me this scenario. Next year, Aaron Rodgers, at age, what, 103, whatever he is, um, gets hurt again. And the Jets without a real quarterback as a backup, have another losing season. They fire Robert Sala, Coach Bill Belichick of the New York Jets. And the more I thought about that, 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 that if you give, gave me that scenario, that isn't far-fetched. I mean, the Jets would... I mean, I think they would let Belichick do what he wants to do, given the fact that the Jets have been so bad for so long. Yeah, we'll see. One twelve time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Gator baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan joins us next. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Max Tucker. The Florida Gators men's basketball team is set to welcome SEC foe Georgia to a sold-out crowd at the Stephen C. O'Connell Center on Saturday. Former UF head coach Mike White will look to take down his former team in the O-Dome where the Gators are 8-1 on the season. A top-10 matchup in college gymnastics tonight will feature number 8 Florida against the number 6 Alabama Crimson Tide at 6.45 p.m. in Exact Tech Arena. Tonight's competition marks the 20th dual meet since 2003 that both teams bring in a top 10 ranking. The Gators track and field programs are currently in action at the Razorback Invitational in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Florida's lineup will feature a total of 54 athletes competing over the next two days of the meet. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Max Tucker. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. It's time to select. Okay, you've put it off long enough, and it's time to replace that car. But let me make this easy. Visit Select Motor Car of Gainesville. Their selection of quality, like new cars, trucks, and SUVs is awesome. And on-site credit union financing makes the deals even sweeter. Select now has a full-service auto center, which means additional savings and no-hassle repairs for you. Shop online, then go take a test drive. For the easiest car you'll ever buy. It's time to select. Select 
This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Mary on Demand is live. Start your marijuana education journey today and learn more with Mary on Demand. Take the self-guided education series at your own pace. You'll decide what you'd like to learn and when. Visit mary.famu.edu to learn more. That's M-M-E-R-I dot F-A-M-U dot E-D-U. Mary, educate, learn, talk. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-917-8611. That's 800-917-8611. Letatronics World help you simplify your life at home. The professionals at EW can custom design, install, and program a URC total control automation and control system to put the operation of video, audio, locks, lighting, custom shades, thermostat, and more at your fingertips. You'll also be able to monitor your surveillance cameras in just one app. Take control of your life at home with a little assistance from Electronics World. Online at electronicsworld.net. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. All right, we're waiting on Sully here. Hopefully he will give us a call uh, as the Gators are going to start practices today uh, for the upcoming season. And uh, again, 2.30 stretch today, 4.30 scrimmage, uh, 10 o'clock stretch tomorrow, and 12 o'clock scrimmage on Saturday and Sunday. That is the the workout for the weekend. All right, Sully's going to join us here, uh, obviously coming off that great year uh, a season ago. Um, The Gators getting set to start practices and get set for the 2024 season. Sully, always good to have you. Thank you. Um, Let's start uh, with what you saw in the fall, the look of your team here, uh, positionally, are things settled? Are there still some spots up for grabs? Uh, what's what's with that? No, I think we've, we're at a point now where things have somewhat gotten settled. Some guys have separated themselves, but obviously, the first four weeks of the year, we you know we try to figure out our team the best we can. We move some guys around, lineup changes, um, and that type of thing before we start conference play in March. So. But, no, we have a pretty good uh, feel for the position players, and obviously the pitching um, is a little bit more 
um, confusing at this point, if that's the right word. We just, we've got some freshmen we're going to have to lean on, and some guys are going to have to grow up here in the first month or so for sure, certainly out of the pen. Everybody wants to know who the potential Friday, Saturday, Sunday people will be. So for all those folks who want to know, I'll ask. Yeah, I mean, right now, I mean, obviously you go into it with kind of an idea and a blueprint of what you think um, is going to give you the best chance to win. Um, right now, if the season were to start tomorrow, we we would go Kate Fisher on Friday, uh, Liam Peterson on Saturday, freshman, and we'd leave Cags on Sunday for the simple fact that he's got to play first the first two games of a weekend. And if you played him, if you pitched him on Saturday or Friday for that matter, then obviously that would disrupt his ability to play first. So, um, and he's certainly thrown the ball much better this fall and this early spring. So, you know, and then we'll still use Brandon at the back end of the game. Obviously he's can be used in a lot of different ways in terms of he's not just a three out type of pitcher that can to get a save. He can get you you know, a two-inning save, relatively easy, kind of like we use Michael Byrne. You know, and obviously, you know, if something were to happen with one of these three starters, whether it be performance or somebody gets hurt or one of those things, then obviously Brandon can move back into the uh, starting rotation and we'd have to probably rely on, you know, some a younger pitcher to, to finish a game. So, But I think the first four weeks, like I said, is going to be really telling on, on which freshmen are going to be able to handle this or not. You know, Sully, we we have talked about this, and I think maybe at the college level, fans don't maybe understand, because at the big league level, we always see the closer coming in, and, and it's important, but the closer at the college level is also a really big, important cog, isn't it? I mean, we went through years where we didn't have a closer, and it was miserable. I mean, it's it's one thing to, to fall behind early in a game and kind of regroup and get the team ready to play the next day. But when you kind of – when you lose some games in the eighth and ninth inning and you do it quite a bit because you don't have a reliable guy to get the last few outs of the game, not only is that game demoralizing, but it could certainly leak into the next day. Those are those are really painful losses. So I've always looked at the closer role as one that, obviously, your Friday night starter is probably the most important piece of putting a staff together. But the closer for me – in my mind, is 1A, and you know, or 1B, so to speak, uh, of the importance of having somebody to close out games. I mean, let's just be honest. You know, the the college game is is different than the, the you know the pro game in terms of you know the emotion, the emotional side of it, and those types of things. So you have to have somebody at the end that's got you know some some confidence and some mental toughness, and you know, be able to field a position, be somewhat athletic old runners and be able to handle that role um and they're not easy to come by so yeah we do place a lot of emphasis on the guy that that finishes games as long as i've known you i don't think i've ever asked you this question because uh you know you can identify a closer but sometimes at the end of a game uh you know you have a, a setup guy who sets up the closer how do you go about identifying and maybe a slater's how do you go about identifying a guy like that I think it just kind of evolves, and like I said, over the first four weeks, you kind of figure out who can do what and who can't do what. You know, you use Slater as an example. I mean, everybody's role is important. I mean, very rarely do you see starting pitchers ever go complete games. 
Now you're looking at, you know, a quality start used to be seven innings with three runs or less. Then it became six innings or three runs or less. Now it, it could be argued that, you know, the starter gives you five innings and yeah. gives you three or less. It's a quality start, <laughs> yep. you know. But but to have a guy like Ryan or, you know, Fisher Jamison, who's come a long ways, you know, those guys are really valuable to bridge the gap to your closer. So, um, and and that's where... You know, some of these freshmen, other than Liam, who potentially will pitch on Saturdays, are going to have to shoulder some of that load. They're going to have to give us, you know, three, four, five, six outs on a weekend, on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Or, if, like I said, if we use Ryan Slater or Fisher Jamison on Friday and Saturday, they, you know, you know on, on both uh, games on a Friday and Saturday, then on Sunday, some of these freshmen are going to have to help us. And that's kind of where – Maybe if there's a question mark, that's where it lies. But, you know, we've got five or six that have had extremely successful falls, and I would anticipate they'd be able to help us. And, you know, you know, like I said, you know, over the years we've used freshmen and we've relied on freshmen, so this isn't anything new. We've, we've had success with freshmen, like I've said. Other teams use freshmen, they have success, and, you know, we, we certainly go into this with the idea that, yeah, they might be lacking experience, obviously, but, you know, they came here for a reason, and and you've known me long enough, they're, you know, we're not going to baby or, or any, we're not going to treat them any differently than anybody else. I mean, I mean, obviously the alternative is they're sitting next to me during the game and not contributing. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get after it, and, and these guys are going to have to help us. And a baseball coach, Kevin O'Sullivan, joining us. Again, they start practices today. They're open to the public. They're going to be practicing all weekend long, and they'll be scrimmaging as well. Sully, we all hear about NIL, 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 transfer portal, et cetera. Uh, and most people look at it with, from a football perspective. Has it changed your sport? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I mean, you'd be, you know, you'd be remiss if you didn't, if you didn't take that part of it and, and embrace it. I mean, the bottom line is, if you want to be active in the portal and and be in contention for, you know, the eight, ten, twelve really good players that go into the portal every year, then you have to have nil money. Let's just that's the bottom line, you know. And if you if you're not in that position where you can compete with nil money, well, the chances are they're not going to come to your school. So, you know, that's obviously a work in progress. We're we're, we're all learning as we go along here, but the bottom line is we're going to have to be, you know, competitive in NIL space and obviously fundraising for that, you know, for that situation. Final question. We've talked a lot about pitching, but offensively, Sully, I think you've got a chance to have a heck of a, of an offensive club. Do you agree with that? I do. I do. And, you know, we got, we got some guys in the outfield that have played and obviously getting, you know, you know, Colby Shelton from Alabama was a huge plus for us. His his ability to play shortstop, which was the biggest question mark coming in, has certainly worked its way out where he can handle that. Obviously, you get, you know, Cade back at second, who's had a freshman All-American year, Cags back at first, and Dale Thomas is kind of like our, our spark plug, so to speak, and we feel great about our, our catching situation. We have three really, really, um, you know, catchers that we that we can rely on. Obviously, Luke had a great freshman year, 
And we got um, Tanner Garrison from Coastal, who's probably better, the best one defensively out of the three, at least of right now. And Brody Donay is going to give us a chance to have some real, real power um, in the second half of the lineup. So uh, we'll see. But, no, we feel like we've got a chance to be productive offensively. I mean, I get asked the question every year, are we going to bunt more and that type of thing? I think, <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, I'm, you know. But, I'm sorry. But the thing, I'm sorry. I just had to laugh. I know, I know, I know, I know. I mean, we certainly work on it on, on, on a daily basis. But the fact of the matter is you can't bunt your way to Omaha, that's for sure. Um, and the SEC is built around power pitching and power hitting. That's the way it is. And if you want to get to Omaha, you have to have success in the SEC. And then, obviously, unfortunately, the field plays a little bit different in Omaha. You can catch it on the right day where the wind isn't blowing or it's blowing out. But if you catch it on the wrong day, you know, and the wind's blowing in, obviously that doesn't that doesn't factor in, you know, to, you know, to you know, to your strength. But um, yeah, I do feel like we're going to have a chance to be. Pretty good offensively as well, hopefully. And last thing, real quickly, the schedule. I mean, you, you got to go to Miami. You, there's a back-to-back stretch in the SEC. You get Arkansas, Vanderbilt. That doesn't do you any favors, but that's the way the league is, right? Yeah, I mean, certainly. I mean, when you look at these preseason polls, which I don't put any stock into them, but you know, the point is, is obviously Vanderbilt is going to be very good. Arkansas is going to be very good. LSU is going to be very good. You know, and arguably, like I said, all all four of us are going to be ranked in the top five or six in the country. You 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 know, in a perfect world, hopefully, you would have had a schedule where you play one of those three at home. But yeah, we got to go on the road and play. You know, LSU. We got to go back to back weekends and play Vanderbilt and Arkansas. Um, the back to back weekends are tough. I mean, ideally, what you'd like to have with your schedule is is an alternating home and away. So if you go on the road. You have a tough weekend. You kind of get back home and kind of regroup and, and get your players back on track. But those back-to-back weekends are, are difficult. But you know what? We can't control the schedule. Obviously, the SEC office you know, comes up with it. And at the end of the day, you know, it will certainly be battle-tested and ready to go during you know, when, when postseason comes around. Okay. Uh, again, they start practice today. They start stretching at 2.30, uh, scrimmage at 4.30. They'll do the same thing Saturday morning and Sunday morning. Sully, I'm looking forward to working with you again and doing games. So thank you, for, as always, for the time. We'll see you at the park. You got it. Thanks, Steve. You got it, Sully. Thank you. Kevin O'Sullivan has done, obviously, great job as the Gator baseball coach. Top Jimmy, I'll get right to you. 129, time check brought to you by Hayes Jittlery ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You can make the decision right now to get lasting relief from that awful joint pain for 2024. Hey, it's Storm Roberts. Don't go another year compromising because of that pain in your knees or shoulder. Call QC Kinetics now. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. Your body has what it needs to restore and repair that damaged joint tissue, and QC Kinetics can make it happen. No drugs, no surgery, no downtime. The future of pain treatments has arrived, and QC has tens of thousands of satisfied patients all over America. 
America. People with back pain, hip pain, any pain associated with arthritis or an injury, it's not a Band-Aid. It's a revolutionary treatment that can get you moving again. Get your life back. And listen, it's non-surgical. If this is the year you decide to fight back against that pain, take the first step now and call QC Kinetics. Get a free consultation on the calendar today. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-445-50. 352-445-50. QC Kinetics, 352-445-50. Take your Valentine's experience to a whole new level this year with jewelry, flowers, candy, dinner, and a flyaway romantic getaway. All courtesy of International Diamond Center. Nothing says I love you like romantic jewelry from IDC. From a simple pendant to an exquisite designer ring, we've got a fantastic selection of affordable, timeless gifts. And this year, with any jewelry purchase at IDC of $129 or more, we're giving you some long stem roses, some delicious chocolates, and a gift card for dinner from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's one-stop shopping for all things romantic. And if you really want to take it up a notch, we're also giving away island getaways. Just spend $5,000 on jewelry and you'll get a $500 airfare credit for a Caribbean vacation. Spend $10,000 on our jewelry and get three nights, including airfare, at a tropical resort. On us, make this Valentine's one to remember. Let IDC help you with her jewelry, flowers, chocolates, dinner, and a romantic vacation. We've got it all. Happy Valentine's from International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Restrictions apply. See store for details. New Year's resolutions can be tough, but if you've resolved to clean up around your home, office, or property, you're in luck. Gator Hauling and Chunk Removal is here to help. They can remove furniture, junk, appliances, almost anything you can think of quickly and affordably. Gator Hauling and Junk Removal is veteran-owned and proud to support our community. Call 665-JUNK. That's 665-JUNK for a free estimate. Get your New Year's resolution accomplished and call 665-JUNK today. Okay, you've put it off long enough, and it's time to replace that car. But let me make this easy. Visit Select Motor Car of Gainesville. Their selection of quality, like-new cars, trucks, and SUVs is awesome. And on-site credit union financing makes the deals even sweeter. Select now has a full-service auto center, which means additional savings and no-hassle repairs for you. Shop online, then go take a test drive. For the easiest car you'll ever buy, it's time to select selectmotorcar.us. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Partly cloudy skies and warm temperatures for this last day of the work week. Highs today getting just to about the 80 degree mark. We do have a chance for a passing shower or thunderstorm later on this afternoon until just about the start of the evening. Then overnight, partly cloudy, lows tomorrow morning in the lower 60s, mostly sunny skies for our Saturday afternoon. Highs in the low 80s. On Sunday, a cold front comes on through our area. That means an increasing chance for showers and storms. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. It's a it's a plane. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. If I'm an owner or a GM, I want input. I want somebody to tell me what they see that I might not see. And I think having all these interviews, and if you have 10 candidates, you may be only considering three or two, but you might get something out of somebody that you remember. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. 
final half hour of our show today. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Top Jimmy, hello. Hey, good day. Um, tremendous interviews today. I got to give you a tip of the cap, especially the one you led off the show with, with uh, Steffi Sorensen, because I, I, I wasn't even aware that she played here. And uh, her passion for the game and uh, was, was obvious in her voice and, and you uh, you did a great job with that. Uh, I'm not a big women's basketball fan, but I'm trying to indoctrinate myself somewhat. Well, let me tell you, one of the things, Top <laughs> Jimmy, that helped me, um, I did their games for 13 years on radio. Okay. And I traveled around the league. Uh, it is certainly better now, top to bottom, than it was you know, the last time that I did it, which has been now a few years ago. But I did do it when Steffi was playing. Uh, yes, sir. And uh, the, the, the Caitlin Clark and you know those kind of players, what LSU has and Carolina has and Stanford has, yeah. it they're getting ratings, and that's the, a great thing for women's sports. Absolutely, man. All right, quickly on the hockey trick. Uh, Fifteen last night for the Oilers. Uh, your Rangers have got a matchup tonight with the Golden Knights. Um, Drysaddle and McDavid both posted three points last night for Edmonton. Um, Kucherov put another three-point game up and leads the NHL in three-point games Tampa, this season. Tampa's playing better. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so we'll get that out of the way. Uh, tomorrow is a noon tip-off, you did say, correct? Correct. I'm thrilled to hear that because I'll get to see it before I go to work. Um, here's here's some, uh, and this is going to go way off topic totally, but in this day and age of technology, how is there still the 10-second delay between an audio broadcast and a television broadcast or whichever way it works? Because I want to listen to Sean call the game tomorrow. I have not been a ch- having a chance to have a There is a way to, to do that. Uh, and when Sean is here next week, uh, I will have him uh, discuss how that works. Okay. But is it on the – because there's an app for RUF, but I can't seem to get it to – play the the entire game it plays in like segments of like eight to ten minutes and then it cuts off or am i doing something wrong maybe uh that shouldn't be like that so you may be something on your end i'm not technologically advanced and um quickly for picks if uh i'll take the if if if, if, if it's picking teams i'll take the ravens and the 49ers but i saw something this morning uh on espn the Niners have not covered the spread at home in the last seven games. So if you're going to give me the Lions and seven and a half points, I'll take that. Gotcha. Uh, depending on the weather in Baltimore, I might take the Chiefs and the points too. All right. Thanks for your call. Appreciate you. Uh, Mike says that Belichick wasn't that good before Brady or after. He'd be horrible with the New York press. No, he wouldn't care about that. Uh, when he coached at Cleveland, which was his first job. He was fired from there. I think they made the playoffs, I want to say, one year when he was in Cleveland. Uh, Steven, I'm sorry. I did not see your question for Coach for Herm. Um, it, when, if he comes back on, I will uh, try to do it. Uh, Bob says, uh, in men's basketball, the games in halves, uh, in all the basketball, regardless of who, men's, women's, high school, uh, it's quarters. What makes men not feel the need to play quarters as well? Um, they just don't feel they have to. I don't. I don't think it's anything 
more than that, right? I mean, the women changed to that not too long ago, uh, but they don't feel as if anything's wrong in men's college basketball. So, you know, don't don't change it if it's not a problem. Uh, Mike says, first to write you about the danger of the advent of NIL and transport portal providing players with large amounts of disposable income. Uh, now convinced gambling will take down NIL in the portal, if not college football itself, if something's not done quickly. Perception of gambling, fixed within college football will destroy it. Lack of a commissioner or governing body, gone on too long. Uh, the recent case in Louisiana, the beginning of the problem, it will soon run rampant. Punishment should be severe and quick. As of now, there's no one to administer it. If fans who gamble have even the slightest belief the deck is stacked, they won't bet and watch college football at a reduced rate. General public will begin to see a potential gambling indiscretion in every drop pass. Time for college football to grow up before lack of oversight destroys it. Why do you think the NFL is so strict in its compliance? They know the ramifications. Yes, they do. No doubt. Uh, John, hello. Hey, Steve. How are you doing this afternoon? Good, sir. Yeah, I got some information for that guy that was wanting uh, information on how to listen to the games on radio or on his phone. I've got an app on my phone called Simple Radio, right? Okay. You put that app on there, you click on it. Don't get it's free. Number one, it's free. And then you just pick your radio stations, and WRUF is on that list of radio stations. You click that on there, and you can listen to you guys wherever you want, whenever you want. And there's no breaks, you know. In real time, in other words. Yeah, in real time. Yeah, yeah. in real time. I mean, that's how I stay up with you guys because I'm all over everywhere and I never miss a game or, or one of your shows or anything, you know. Okay. Well, there you go. There's See, there's always an answer. There is. And, and as far as picks, Detroit and I like Baltimore. Baltimore is going to go all the way. Okay. Appreciate that. Thank you, John. Calling in from Fort Pierce today. Hey, D, what's up? He's in South Florida. Hey. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, good, good Friday to you, Steve. Uh, I'm going to talk about, the, before I get to the Gator game tomorrow, talk about the uh, the women's basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had a chance to hear, you know, Don Staley, Monkey Talk, and it's, uh, you know, that atmosphere yet last night was, was crazy, man. Yep. And, you know, it's, uh, like you said yesterday, man, these, these girls can play, man, and I'm watching it, uh, and I and I – just before you got on with Sorensen, I, I I just ran into the uh, the the coach for Ole Miss, her ran, and she she was spot on, man. It's yep. uh, e- either you catch up or you fall behind, or she's not going to be there. She 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 continues to win, and there's, there's no fan support. Some some other uh, university is gonna is gonna snatch her up, and Ole Miss is is gonna be left uh, holding the bag. So, like she said, man, it's uh it's a new day. And either you either you hop on board or you get left behind. It was extraordinary. I mean, I I saw that on on uh, X, and I just happened to click on it, and I just listened to the whole thing, and it's it, it's extraordinary in its frankness. Number one, and number two, she literally called out an entire university, entire city, because she said, "Hey, Oxford, Oxford." I mean, she didn't say. GR fans had Oxford catch up. And what she's basically telling them is, I'm a pretty good coach, 
My team got to the Sweet 16 last year. If you don't appreciate us, job comes open. I might get the heck out. Yep. Yeah, it was brilliant. I, I could listen to it again. I probably Salvo will. <laughs> thrown. I mean, whoop, there it is. Yep. Uh, tomorrow, Steve, uh, must win, must win. Got to have it, man. Uh, you're 500 now. Uh, you got Kentucky and A&M on the road the next two games. And, you know, Georgia, has they've beaten South Carolina on the road. So yep. that, that's a good, impressive victory. And they, they got some scores, man. The, the Tomlinson kid, he's a transfer. Uh, the Damari kids are pretty good uh, point guard. Uh, they got the Melendez kid, the transfer from Illinois. Uh, Abdul Rahim can shoot. So they got some scoring. So uh, the Gators better be ready. But at least, you know, the, the, the crowd is a sellout crowd, I heard. So we should be juiced up for this one. And I expect to win this game because, again, it's at home and we you just can't afford to lose home games. You know what's interesting to me? I watched uh, the replay of Georgia LSU. And now – Let's be honest with an asterisk here. Georgia scored a lot of points on Kentucky, but they were garbage points You know, at the end of the game when the game was out of hand. But they struggled. You know, and LSU, isn't, they're a hard team to figure and play against, but, you know, that game was in the 60s, and they scored, what, 90 against Kentucky. So that tells me that, you know, they have the capability of winning, you know, by scoring a lot or by – you know, Mike White's forte, which is defense, and you're spot on. When you go on the road at Kentucky and at A&M, that ain't easy. I mean, you hope you split. But, you know, realistically, if they didn't win, it wouldn't be shocking. So, to your point, this one tomorrow, big, really big. Yep. Have a good weekend, Steve. You too, D. Thank you. Uh, Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve, got a Patriots uh, question in some SEC basketball. I'm going to show you today, Steve, why I'm the smallest, uh, smartest caller you got. Hey, uh, Steve, um, Belichick, is uh, Josh McDaniel is unemployed, right? Is that I correct? I believe so. Okay, and Mike Vrabel's still unemployed, right? Correct. And isn't Mike Vrabel, he's a defensive, former defensive coordinator, right? The uh, defensive guy? Defensive yeah, oh yeah, guy. defensive guy, yes. Okay, okay, so we still have two NFL openings open, right? Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of different motivations on head coaching hires. I think it's pretty fair to say. But if I'm an NFL owner, and I I think Belichick's fried, but if I could get Belichick as a head coach, Josh McDaniels my OC, plug Vrabel in as DC, who are probably both looking for a good job right now. I don't see how you don't do that. Well, I do think Vrabel wants to be a head coach, but obviously, if you are not. Could you take a step down for a while and be a coordinator, which is what Raheem Morris did, who was a defensive coordinator, you know, from the Rams when he did coach the Falcons, not the Falcons, he coached before in the league. Uh, but yeah, that would be a pretty, pretty formidable defensive uh, staff, no doubt. And I'm not a McDaniel's guy offensively; I never have been. But you know, there's worse. Yeah, um, you wonder about politics getting involved in the NFL. I've heard some uh, conspiracy theories that the NFL told the Rams, or excuse me, the Chargers, they needed to hire Harbaugh for the NFL's viability in L.A. But enough on that. Hey, two things for you, Steve. This is going to be a while to deal with uh, Mike White coming back. I think the SEC loves watching uh, this uh, series from the outside looking in. This is kind of fun stuff. Yeah, but I, I think last year – was the year for this you know the first year back you know it was still fresh you know that Mike had left here and all that I mean I think there's still some of that 
But I think as time goes on and he's gone, you know, a longer period of time, that not that's not going to factor in. Well, well, I really disagree with you, Steve. But Bruce Pearl's at Auburn, and every time he shows up in Knoxville, it makes huge waves. It's like a cannonball in the pool. Well, I can tell you, uh, I'm sitting here. I'm in Gainesville. You're not, and it hasn't made big waves here. Yeah. Last thing for you, Steve. Um, let's use our brain for a second. Did you, were you good in math? Did you get A's in math? No. You, that's, you why math a, that's why I'm a broadcaster, because math and science okay. were not good for okay. me. Okay, well, I wasn't either. I, I was a B student in math, I guess, but I'm going to show you why I'm pretty good on this stuff. Hey, uh, Steve, uh, women's basketball, um, They short. They short. Um, uh, women's hands are shorter or smaller than men's hands. Is that fair to say? Smaller, Yes. Okay, so makes sense to make a for a smaller basketball, right? Right. Okay, I'll, that happened what about ten years ago? I don't, Mike, where's this going? Okay, why didn't they short the um, if they let's say they shrunk the basketball twenty percent for women? Why didn't they shrink the hoop twenty percent for women? That's why that whole game's a fraud. Okay, thanks for your call. I'm not sure what else to say. 147, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. Let me, let me just, before I say that, Mike, on your best day, on your best day, any one of those women would smoke you, would have you for supper. Back when I meant. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Max Tucker. The Florida Gators men's basketball team is set to welcome SEC foe Georgia to a sold-out crowd at the Stephen C. O'Connell Center on Saturday. Former UF head coach Mike White will look to take down his former team in the O-Dome where the Gators are 8-1 on the season. The Gators track and field programs are currently in action at the Razorback Invitational in Fayetteville. Florida's lineup will feature a total of 54 athletes competing over the next two days of the meet. A top 10 matchup in college gymnastics tonight will feature number 8 Florida against the number 6 Alabama Crimson Tide at 6.45 p.m. in Exact Tech Arena. Tonight's competition marks the 20th dual meet since 2003 that both teams bring in a top 10 ranking. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Max Tucker. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. That's not the sound of failure. It's the sound of social, educational, vocational, and spiritual training at Roadheaver Boys Ranch. When you donate your car, truck, RV, or boat to Roadheaver Boys Ranch, you'll get the maximum tax benefit, and we'll get much-needed funds to provide a wholesome home environment to at-risk young men who have no home of their own. Learn more at rbr.org. That's rbr.org. Roadheaver Boys Ranch. It's better to build boys than mend men. Come out for the ninth annual Roadheaver Boys Ranch Clay Target Shoot February 3rd at the Palatka Skeet Club. Become a sponsor or register for a great day of clay shooting. Sponsorships are tax deductible and a great way to promote your business. Lunch will be provided. To register or for more details, visit rbr.org. Roadheaver Boys Ranch relies entirely on your generous donations with no government assistance. So please consider supporting this event. Roadheaver Boys Ranch. It's better to build boys than to mend men. Visit rbr.org. That's rbr.org. 
Remember back when you learned how to ride a bike? You needed courage, determination, and some band-aids for those bumps and bruises. But when it was all said and done, what you really needed was balance. At Radiant Credit Union, we're paving the path for your financial future with our balance transfer offer. Right now, you can transfer your high-interest credit card debt to our Radiant Visa credit card with a super low intro rate, plus no balance transfer fee or annual fee. Visit RadiantCU.org balance and start saving today. Federally insured by NCUA. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. We are your home for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM. WRUF. Okay, we got time for a last batch of phone calls and emails. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Georgia, 4-2 and two in the league, 14-5. and five, Florida, 3-3 three and 13-6. Three and and um, it's interesting. Um when you look at what Florida does and what Georgia does in the SEC, G- Georgia doesn't wow you really in anything. I mean, I think their trademark, you know, is good defense. They don't have anybody. Uh, if you look at some of the um, uh, statistics individually, for example, uh, in scoring, okay, Georgia uh, is. In the middle of the pack, at 76 points a game, Florida is at 84. Florida's the third highest scoring team in the SEC, only behind Alabama uh, and Kentucky. Uh, So, again, you look at what that is, and field goal percentage, how teams shoot. Um, Florida is pretty good uh, at 45% as a team. Georgia is 43% as a team, but that's 12th in the league. The only two teams worse are Vanderbilt and, believe it or not, Texas A&M. And it leads to Andrew's question. He says, uh, will this game be a snooze fest? Uh, Will Mike White put us to sleep with his lockdown D? I do think tempo uh, in this game is going to be big, right? I think the game favors Georgia the lower the scoring game. And I think it favors Florida the higher scoring the game might be. Uh, Andrew, hello. Yeah, hello, Steve. Uh, I think the Gators turned a little corner there a little bit. Uh, they're on a little bit of a roll, got a two-game winning streak going. Is that correct? Yep. Can't conference win? Yep. 
so the do you consider uh have you seen them yet do you consider uh george's size to be are they like uh, mississippi state no uh, they they pretty big beast, no they're not guys, as big as mississippi big state guys. not as big as mississippi state yeah. um but their calling card you know is defense but they are a better offensive team in my opinion than what they were a year ago uh yeah. If you heard Chuck Dattle, who's the radio analyst, you know, yeah. Mike went out, got some players in the portal. They're a little more dynamic scoring. But, look, he's kind of a, a defensive guy. Uh, that's where they kind of hang their hat on a little bit. Uh, they do play a lot of mm-hmm. players. So, you know, I think Tempo is going to be big in this game. Yeah, another thing, Steve, uh, I think we we did a little improvement there as far as uh, I think that game, the last one was the uh, – First one against the top opponent that we really closed. You know, we finished the game. We finished it out. You had a little lapse there. That's to be expected. But at least they stopped it, you know, like, you know, that last couple, five minutes there. And so we're, we're I think the team is learning how to close games out. I'm going to have, I'm going to close with this and ask your opinion off air here because uh, time's running out. But, what I, I don't see our three-point line, our, 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 us defending that three-point line, and I think with hands up, so forth and so on, I think that's an area Georgia can uh, can hurt us really bad. And I'll, ta- I'll take it off there. You have a good week. Andrew, you too. Thank you. Um, I don't know that Florida is a great defensive team. Uh, in fact, they're not. They are a good offensive team. So, again, I'm not sure right now that Florida has the capability of winning the game, you know, 64-60. to 60. I do think they have the capability to win, you know, 94-90. I think they're a good offensive team, and part of that is because they rebound very well. But, look, every game's different. You don't know how they're going to shoot. But if you look at Mississippi State and you look at that game at home, well, then Florida was pretty good. I mean, you look at the numbers, they gave up 70, scored almost 80. And, you know, once again, if Tolu Smith did not have a big game, he I think he had, what, 10 points maybe, 12 points, whatever he had. Um, and I, I thought Florida didn't do a bad Defensive job against Mississippi State. And obviously, uh, the only thing that surprised me, even though State's a big team, they actually out-rebounded Florida. But they're a bigger team. They're, they're a much more physical team. But Florida, I, I get Will Richard, but to me, Pullen and Clayton, especially Pullen, they're the, he's the glue, man. He, he's a tough dude. You know, They play 30 minutes a night a lot of the time. And uh, you know that's those transfers have really ended up playing well. All right, uh, Daniel says, "How do you rate the Falcons' hire? Uh, a, uh, A, B, C, D, E, or F?" <sighs> I'll say this. If, if a Falcon fan thought they might get Bill Belichick and instead got Raheem Morris, who's a defensive guy, 
Um, I think from a fan's standpoint, I'd say a C. I don't know that they went, oh, man, Raheem Moore, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think that if I'm a Falcons fan. I, didn't, I don't think I would have heard that too much. But you, look, sometimes the most heralded hires don't work out, and the ones under the radar do. So you never quite know uh, what's going to work out with that. And the Falcons have uh, certainly – you heard Herm Edwards. I think he made a great point that before a head coach is hired, they've already discussed what they're going to do at the quarterback position. And for the Falcons, that's huge because Desmond Ritter uh, has not proven to be worth his first-round status, and uh, Heineke has been very uh, up and down. So I don't think the Falcons are going to keep – they may keep one, but the other's not going to be a starter, and that's going to be Morris's top job in that, I think trying to figure that out. Uh, okay, lots of sports coming up here this weekend. We will have coverage of both uh, football playoff games. So that will be taking place right here. Don't forget, tomorrow uh, basketball begins at 11.30 in the morning. And uh, big weekend for our coverage here. Uh then at 6.30, got the Lightning and the Devils on Saturday. Women's basketball against Texas A&M at 12.40. Then the football coverage begins at 3.15. You'll hear both the AFC and the NFC championship games. All that coming your way this weekend. Today, many thanks to the coach, Herm Edwards, for talking a little National Football League with us. Also, former Gator, Steffi Sorensen, talking SEC Women's Hoops, of course you see her now on the SEC Network. Gator baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan dropped by. Hope you enjoyed that interview. It was really good today. And Chuck Dowdle, the radio analyst for Georgia men's basketball. Thanks to Thomas for producing. Thanks to you for listening. We will see you on Monday. The Sports Lab is next. Stay with us. ESPN 98.1 FM, 50 AM, WRUF.